0: Welcome to the Nerd Degree. Please welcome your nerds! Welcome to the Nerd Degree. My name is Andrew. I will be your host for tonight. Tonight's episode of the Nerd Degree is the Star Wars Special 2023. This is a podcast where we have teams of nerds competing to see who is the wittiest nerd and the nerdiest wit. And tonight, it is all about Star Wars, one of the nerdiest subjects that there is. It is wonderful to have you here, either watching live in person at Little Andromeda or listening on your podcast service of choice. Last time we did a Star Wars special, it was the opening night of Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. And we all went to see The Rise of Skywalker (laughs) afterwards. And uh, we're hoping that tonight will go better than that night. Um, so, I have several rounds of, of trivia questions and games uh, that these, these wonderful nerds to my left and right will play. Uh, but first, we will meet them. So, on my right... Hello, uh,
1: I'm Jeff Clark. I'm an uh, improviser, comedian, performer. Mm-hmm. And, um,
0: yeah. I would, uh, so, and as you introduce yourselves, I'd like you to um, say what is your like, earliest Star Wars memory?
1: My earliest Star Wars memory is probably um, being sat down in front of our TV and being shown the first Star Wars movie, A New Hope, on VHS. Now, of course, the TV wasn't very big, the uh, sound, the video quality wasn't phenomenal, but it was still, a just the and then the 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 text running up there was amazing and closely followed by we had the soundtrack on vinyl, and I listened to that so many times, mostly at the wrong speed, because I, I, I had realized that about the record player, but um, I used to think that the Star Wars theme song was a boppin' disco beat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did you, in
0: fact, have the Mechamonardo Star Wars record? <laughs> it's entirely possible, mm. it's entirely possible.
2: Hi, I'm Wajitamaira, um, and my first Star Wars memory is from primary school. Um, I remember being in the cloakroom of my um, my classroom, and I don't know what the topic of discussion had been, but I suspect it might have been the comparative um, value of heart uh, Solo versus Luke Skywalker as boyfriend material, mm. and I had not seen Return of the Jedi, and then the kid that I was talking to, like, spoiled it, oh. to, like, l- 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 gave me the big reveal about Luke and Leia, and I just remember my brain just being like, what, what, no, don't they kind but this is no. Um, I was like eight, and it just kind of was like, oh, I don't, I, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. So that was, that's very that's a very strong memory that I have. That's right. Really, my first Wars
1: memory.
0: Right. Um, and so you you two are a team. What is the name
1: of your team? The name of our team is Goodbye, Goodbye Porg, Porg, Porg Pie. pie. Mm. <laughs> Uh, every the every, <laughs> a couple of seconds every, that, every
0: Star Wars yeah. reference is, is like a test to see like where the audience is at in terms of their Star Wars knowledge, because we're going deep tonight, guys. And on my left...
3: Kia ora. hi, I am Ben, uh, also a comedian and funny person, uh, I hope. And uh, I, my earliest Star Wars memory was I was like three or four, and for some reason I couldn't sleep uh, at night time and uh, I went downstairs just to just walk around, see who was up, I don't know, I was a kid. And I found my dad and my older sister watching Star Wars uh, A New Hope on the telly. And they had like 20 minutes left of the episode and I sat down and I watched just the last 20 minutes of A New Hope and I was like this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life, Mm. this is so cool and can I please watch the next one? And so they
4: were like, yeah, So
3: <laughs> <laughs> The first Star Wars movie I saw in its entirety was Empire Strikes Back. Mm. Mm.
4: Kia ora, I'm Centuri Sin- Chan, um, and one of my early memories is owning uh, a little golden book with a tape, a cassette tape with it, and it was uh, Star Wars ABCs with c 3 for you. the funny thing is, um, I was uh, watching, I uh, found a recording on YouTube recently, and it's funny how the the, Words came uh, flooding back to me because it was like I can now recite a couple of them to you. Uh, for example, K. K is for Kessel Run. <laughs> oh, what fun does a Kessel Run? It's a place in space. with a spaceship's race. When the cargo building's done. <laughs> and then L. L is for Lando Calrissian. Lando's a gambling man, always making bets. He lost the felbid ship to Han to pay his gambling debts. But he is General Lando now. He leads the bold attack which is why, and also how he's got his Falcon back. temporarily. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, And so uh, your team name is?
4: We are A Pile of Burning Jawas.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic, love it, love it. Uh, My earliest uh, Star Wars memory is um, of being very, very young, I don't know how young, Uh, but I didn't see any of the Star Wars movies until after I had watched a one-hour-long Videotape about the making of Star Wars many many times Uh, So I've probably seen that more times than I've actually seen Star Wars Um, Sitting next to me is my scorekeeper James who I've already spoiled his name, but I will let him introduce himself Hello there
3: Uh, I am James. I am the Senate. My earliest (laughs) My earliest uh, Star Wars memory is I don't know if this is uh, like a,
1: a, a Bit of shame from my history, but it's not any of the original Star Wars films it's a cartoon from the 80s called Ewoks, Ewoks. Mm. and was. I watched the heck out of that and then someone told me they were in the film, the Ewoks were in the film, so I watched Caravan of Courage <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I loved it. And then I eventually watched the Star Wars films. And they were fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. E yeah. They were fine. They had a great Yes, great.
0: Um, love it. Love the love the diversity of, of endpoints here. <laughs> um, so, uh, we'll kick straight into our first round, which is the Nerd Quotient. Just a series of trivia questions, essentially. So, uh, my first question is for Goodbye Porg Pie. Why did Luke Skywalker's lightsaber get a brand new glow-up in Return of the Jedi?
1: Well, obviously he got the new uh, lightsaber after he lost it. He did. I uh, Strikes Back. Um, um, why did they change the colour, perhaps? Like, did they
2: change
1: the colour? Well, yeah, he went from having a blue lightsaber, which was his father's oh, yeah, lightsaber, and yeah, yeah, yeah. the green lightsaber, which was the one that he used there. I don't
2: know, did they move from using a green screen to a blue screen? <laughs> that's <laughs> close,
1: that's close. Yeah, was it easier for the visual effects department to, to uh, animate or, or create a green lightsaber? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> uh, pile of Burning
3: Jawas,
0: do you have an answer? Uh,
3: yes, I believe it's because of the blue background on uh, Tatooine, so the blue lightsaber wouldn't look
0: clear against the background? That is absolutely correct. Yeah. Uh, sure because purely because they went outside with the yeah. lightsaber for the first time <laughs> yeah. uh, and realized that, oh, this blue is going to look kind of invisible against a blue <laughs> sky. Um, and that, that's why the green lightsaber exists. Pile of Burning Jawas, you're, uh, you're, you've got the next question. What's the name of that big battle station, the big round one? um that like shoots a laser and it blows up planets what's the name of that
4: I feel like this is a trick question yeah so, um
3: but it could be a double bluff I um, do I think we've got a station pic- I've got a picture of it yeah that one okay, it's what, the what's death the name star. of that the death
5: star
0: I mean that's what we colloquially call it yeah, yeah. oh but what's okay. its act- like if you were to get it shipped to you <laughs>
3: right. like
0: what would the what would the product name on the box oh, be
3: okay well i'd uh, say it's not a moon
0: because <laughs> it does have an official name.
4: Are you talking about the Lego set number when it gets shipped no. to you? No. No. Okay. I'm oh. talking about
0: in universe
4: the name of this thing,
0: this big round battle station. Is it right.
3: Empire Space Station? No. Oh. Is it Empire Space Station Large? <laughs> like brackets yeah, large. brackets large.
0: <laughs> uh, no, it is not. Okay. Um, uh, goodbye, Pork Pie. Uh, do, you, op- do you know what this
1: is? Operation Enduring Freedom. <laughs> uh no, uh, the the,
2: the Moon b- Unit Zappa.
0: Yeah. Uh, both of those are sadly incorrect. Uh, Zappa
1: unit. <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh
0: the name the name of this battle station is the DS1 Death Star Mobile Battle Station. Yeah, um, we'll that one down. Uh, bonus points, oh, cool. does does anyone does uh, can either team ding in if they know what the name of that uh, that spaceship that with the wings that look like like an X? <laughs> you know what the name of that thing is?
4: Incom T65 X Wing Fighter.
0: That's correct.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> love it. Love it. Goodbye, pork pie. You're, you've got the next question. Um, why? Uh, so, Ray is the character played by Daisy Ridley. Ray is going to be in uh, a new movie um, coming in a couple years. Why, in this new movie, might she have cause to phone a friend? Because
2: she wants to be a millionaire?
0: You <laughs> would be. That's very. That's on the right track. Believe it or
2: not. I need to get closer onto the track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> the track adjacent. Um,
1: why would you need to phone a friend? Well, she's obviously trying to train a new Jedi order. That's the that's the sort of proposed idea for the mm-hmm. theoretical trilogy that they're going to make. Oh, yeah. um, why would you need to phone a friend though? Would you have to call? Like, is she going to have to fight Force ghosts and like call Ghostbusters? I don't know.
0: I, I didn't write the script. So. Okay. Um, uh,
1: I don't think anyone's written the script
0: yet. Uh, someone has written the script.
1: Oh, right. Well, why, why might she have to find a friend?
0: Because she's lonely.
1: <laughs> she's on Tatooine. Uh, that,
0: is, that is, uh I mean, it's it's correct as as for where we left her at the end of the last movie, but it's um, not the answer I'm looking for. Uh, Pile of burning jaws.
3: I would say, may as on the millionaire Line, is she doing like? You didn't say that it was a Star Wars movie that she's doing. Is she doing like... It is a Star Wars movie. Oh, Oh, damn. Okay, well that ruined... I was going to say, is she doing Slumdog Millionaire 2? (laughs) Uh, What, the
0: character Ray? Yeah. (laughs)
3: Wow. In space. (laughs) Slumdog Millionaire in
0: space. Uh, So so the answer is, uh, it's because the new movie is written by one of the co-creators of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Uh, Stephen Knight uh, was brought on recently replacing um, Damon Lindelof and Justin Britt Gibson. Uh, Stephen Knight uh, wrote Spencer and Locke and Eastern Promises, created Peaky Blinders, and also co-created Who Wants to Be a Millionaire uh, back in the 1990s. Um, And fingers crossed that that kind of uh, creative juice makes its way into this uh, upcoming film.
2: James,
5: I'll take a half point for that. Yes, yes. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Quite quite right. Uh, Pile of Burning Jawas. Um, Ever since The Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars has been obsessed with family. But um, how did Star Wars recently, very very recently in fact, uh, become a family business in a new and novel way?
4: I think that's got to do with the TV series. It does? Um, Because I do believe that... uh, We've got a slide for the concept of family, I think. The person there...
3: Ewan McGregor? uh, Is there going to be a Fast and Furious Star Wars movie? (laughs) Uh, That's incorrect. I want to see where
0: Sam's going. No, um, (laughs) no.
4: I think uh, it's because Ewan McGregor plays the young Obi-Wan. His wife is now playing one of the characters in the new spin-off, which is called Ahsoka. That's the one. Yeah. Um, one of the characters? That's not the
0: answer that oh. I had. Oh. Uh, but I'll give you a bonus point for it.
4: Um okay. do I've got You, one, though. you
0: um,
1: do? You yes, do? It might be the, the actual one. In the recent series of the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. um, they refer to the Shadow Council who are the secret um, empire remnant that sort of planet. Yes. And we have the father of um, Hux's character from the late the sequel trilogy. Yeah. And his father is being played by his brother because it's set like 20 years before he was born. So, we've got brothers playing a uh, father and son. Correct. Um, That's right. Um, uh, so,
0: Brendel, so Armitage Hux is the character played by Domino Gleeson in the sequel trilogy. Um, his father is named Brendel Hux, which is, who is and he's named after Domino Gleeson's actual father, Brendan Gleeson, uh, who is also a very accomplished actor. Uh, but the character is being played by Domino Gleeson's brother, uh, Brian. Um, so uh, Armitage Hux ends up killing him later, so that'll be interesting. So who did I give? Th- who, who did I just ask that to? That was you. So goodbye, pork pie. Uh, no, you don't. Uh, you get a bonus point though. Um,
2: but if you tell James that you'll take a half point or something,
0: he just runs. James, yeah. I'll take a half point. <laughs> goodbye, pork pie. Um, Star Wars is uh, famous for creating new words, yes. adding new things to the lexicon. What is a very old word that almost, but did not, get said for the first time in Star Wars recently?
1: I know I the can only
2: dirty words. Yeah, that's a very well, dirty word. Can we say I mean, it on a podcast?
0: podcast? Um, uh, Brendan, can we say it on a podcast? It
1: does have the explicit label
0: on it. It does have the explicit label, so we can.
1: <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, <it's> no. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> It is, in in another recent episode of The Mandalorian, which I've been watching a lot recently, um, they have one of those tiny little aliens who's doing the repairs on IT11, and he's going, and then as he's leaving, he's going, and it's like, they obviously just, the sound editor was just like, oh, it's just alien gibberish, and missed it being snuck in. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I'm going to say no because my question was almost d- but did not get.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: cause there, cause, because that actually, you can pass that off as gibberish. There was actually recently uh, a, a line that was filmed with a naughty word in it, but then it got redubbed. Is it shit? It is not. So is the, it Nerf Herder? No. Um, okay. The answer is uh, fuck. <laughs> uh, so in uh, Andor, um, the f- uh, spoilers the final episode <laughs> involves a character who has died giving a monologue uh, via hologram yeah. and uh, this character at the end of the monologue says fight the empire oh, but that's not what she originally said when they filmed it
1: really uh, or
0: when they f- or when they shot the scene with the crowd listening to it oh, um,
1: I respect her <laughs> even more but
0: uh, <laughs> but Disney uh, <laughs> saw the footage <laughs> I guess and were like no you can't do that um, but not mm. swearing. No, um, you can have characters who have tortured and killed children, but not uh, naughty words. Um, pile of burning Jawas. Um, who is this guy? He's a, a rebel, uh, sort of a rebel trooper guy. He's got like I'm describing for the the folks at home a rebel trooper from Return of the Jedi. He's got like a, a prominent kind of white mustache and beard.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, who's that guy?
3: I'd it's
0: say he's Santa. a. <laughs> uh, not, not Santa Claus.
3: I'd say he's a rebel trooper with a white mustache and a beard.
0: That, I mean, that is technically correct, but yeah. uh, what's that? I'll his take name? a point for that. No, you won't. <laughs> don't give him a point for that. <laughs> 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 they, don't, they don't get a point for that.
1: They're using their tricks on you.
0: <laughs> Goodbye, poor Pie. It's
2: Captain Rex. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? Oh.
0: That. I would give you a point for that. Uh, if it was you canon,
2: if it was canon,
0: <laughs> but that's a very good answer, it's just incorrect. Um, so,
5: no,
0: I think so <laughs> that mm, did they? So, here's,
5: here's,
0: here's the story. Um, so this is just some. He, so originally, he's just some guy. He's just some guy. He's an extra. Uh, he's just got a very luxurious beard. Um,
1: no one is ever just some guy in Star Wars. Ever.
0: But exactly. So so Star Wars in the in the ever uh, ongoing attempt to have as few characters as possible. Um, a lot of a bunch of fans recognize realize that like oh this guy looks a bit like Captain Rex from the animated shows who we've got a slide of there because he also has a white beard everybody um, and so people were like oh that must be it must be Captain Rex and he's like gotten all old and stuff and uh, Dave Filoni, the creator of the animated shows, um, said at one of the Star Wars celebrations he was like uh, oh yeah like yeah maybe it is maybe it is um, and then but later retracted that statement uh, saying that he chose not to canonize the theory because he felt that uh, laying down an already established character, um, would be would be disrespectful, but fans can decide if they want that uh, he is either Captain Rex or the name he already had, uh, which is Nick Sant.
1: Nick oh, Sant. So
4: Nick Sant was right. Yeah. Santa. <laughs> Nick Sant. Santa. <laughs> Santa. Um, Santa.
0: It's. I think it's fairly clearly Nick Sant. It's a different name. Oh, oh come name. on! Yes. Um, You're
3: Santa Claus. You want to join the rebellion? You can't think of a name in time. <laughs> Actually, so, Nick Sant. Ah, Nick get... Sant. Sant. Sant Nick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you think he was given that
4: name after the fact that he was on screen and he looked like Sant Nick? Probably. Hey, there yep. we go. Um, so we'll hey, take a point for that. Point. Yep, sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think
2: we can all agree that they weren't really, like, going talking levels or <laughs> I, th- yeah. I think we can also agree that that character,
0: was, was, the probably <laughs> the character yeah. was probably not named until at least 15 years after the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on what he looked like on the screen. <laughs> um, so final question for this round, uh, just ding in and you'll get a point for naming um, just anything that was retconned by uh,
3: The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs>
1: Somehow Palpatine returned. Yes, uh, he was cloned.
3: Uh, Ray is not nobody. Ray was related to Palpatine. Yes, there's like, I've got like eight or nine things here.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> Finn can feel the Force. Uh,
0: yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Although I, I, I'd say that that's just adding new information that we didn't already have. But, mm, sure.
3: Most of the character of Rose. <laughs> You mean in the fact that she's barely <laughs> in the movie? Yeah, uh, it's not really a retcon. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, it's close.
5: Carrie Fisher being
0: alive. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say they actually—they actually tried to retcon the fact that she was dead in that movie, which is even more tragic. There's a couple other things, but I—I—I I feel like we're at the end of our tether here.
1: Yep. yep. Oh, uh, you should throw a lightsaber away. Uh, a Jedi's weapon deserves more respect. Luke Skywalker was actually mildly interested in doing things again. Sure.
3: Um, <laughs> General Hux is a bad guy. Yep. He's not a great. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool.
0: There's a few other things, but uh, I'll I'll let you um, ruminate about those in your free time. Uh, so that brings I'm us to the about that movie <clears> yes. Uh, the, about that. one of the things on my uh, list was Star Wars being good. <laughs>
5: Ooh. Um.
0: Uh, that brings us to the end of the first round. Uh, we have uh, now the first homework round. I've set uh, the players all homework to um, to write a pitch for uh, a, a Star Wars spin-off about a peripheral character in the Star Wars universe. It is uh, Sen, hey, I hey, believe. Hey, uh, so what character have you chosen?
4: So I've chosen R5-D4. I'm mascot here for the night. Um, now, I chose R5 because he's obviously one of the... Uh, well, I guess second favourite uh, astromech droid in the Star Wars universe. And I guess my pitch is for, I think, about three seasons, three TV seasons, because, I mean, you can't fit his story into just one movie, right? So, before the events of ep- episode four, New Hope, R5 was held in quite high esteem uh, in the droid community in Tatooine, right? (laughs) So on the outskirts of Mos Eisley, R5 runs a successful droid boot camp where unfit droids sign up (laughs) for his programs in order to get fit again. Now fitness for droids isn't purely physical, it's um, it's also technical and mental. Mm. So he supports a lot of droids who have been outcast from society. So R5's a strong advocate for the droid rainbow community as well, so through his ventures he gets to know a non-binary droid called LGBTQI, <laughs> who <laughs> becomes his sidekick for and confidant for the, the first season. Mm. Uh, with the rise of the Empire, he finds himself secretly preparing droids uh, to, you know, to join the rebellion. Uh, and things get quite intense, he finds it more and more difficult to cope with this new responsibility. So as a coping mechanism, he gets heavily into the lubricants, <laughs> and um, <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the back streets of Tatooine, he meets a shady droid called CRC-556, uh, so CRC is known for his involvement with the rebellion, uh, or knows of his involvement with the rebellion, sorry, and, and tries to uh, convince him to, to try some experimental lubricants, and they have some quite detrimental effects on R5's sort of mental state. Mm. So the substance abuse gets <laughs> on top of him and um, <laughs> it gets to the point where there's an altercation with Wuhu, the the bartender at Mos Eisley Cantina. So it's from that point on that boys aren't allowed in the cantina, <gasps> Yeah, so ties that in, explains that. So, so all, all through this he tries keeping his boot camp running, right? And um, he just can't do it. it, it can't keep the respect of, you know, the attendance of his um, training facility, so he is no longer a good motivator of droids, <laughs> <laughs> he's a bad motivator, yeah. ah. so, uh, thank um, you very much oh. Sam, um, and the rest of the story is about his journey to recovery. Yeah. Great.
0: Um, unfortunately, that project has been cancelled, uh, because the, the lead actors become a bit problematic, oh. and Disney Disney decided to part ways, yes. so um, I'm, I'm sorry. Jeff! Yes. Jeff! And
1: I am uh, <laughs> creating a spin-off for the amazing Commander Hellgate, uh, who was oh, the Security Commissioner of the planet Praxis 15, I believe it was. Plasier 15, sorry. He was a security commissioner. Um, played, of course, by the inimitable Christopher Lloyd. And obviously, with a breadth of talents that uh, Christopher Lloyd has, I think the character of Hellgate is a great one. Also, canonically, Hellgate is a long time separatist. So according to the brief biography we got in the episode of The Mandalorian, Guns for Hire, uh, we find out that Hellgate became disgusted with the corruption of the Galactic Republic. He believed in democracy and followed Count Dooku, um, obviously very fervently. Um, so he was a, a hardcore separatist. Then um, when the Clone Wars ended and the, and Palpatine turned the Republic into the Empire, he resisted the Empire, but from the perspective of the separatists. And then of course he ended up working at Pleasure 15. For the Duchess and her new husband, Imperial Captain Bombardier well, Bombardier, sorry, played by Jack Black and Lizzo. So um, there are multiple directions that the series could go, and I've got a few different <coughs> ideas for projects that they could, that could mm-hmm. be. First one, a comedy set after the events of. The Mandalorian, where Hellgate has been banished to one of the moons, and he has to run an interstellar transport service. So you've got Lizzo and Jack Blake as frequently uh, guest stars, but basically, um, Christopher Lloyd uh, is is running an intergalactic taxi service, which I think would be a great (laughs) way to to, to use his talents. Alternatively, alternatively, we could have um, a series set um, during the time of the Separatists after the Clone Wars, when he is resisting, because obviously he gets involved in some shady stuff with droids as well, um, and basically he learns how to program the, the, the thing which they use, which is sort of like a drug mm. for them, which is basically unique, uh, because obviously uh, robots work on numerical sequences, so it's often coming up with unique cryptographical numerical sequences that stimulate them. So essentially he's making crystal math, Um, And so it's it's kind of a a situation where he goes from being a a fervent believer in his beliefs to being a a real hardcore badass. So that would be another spin-off for it. Alternatively, we could have one where he is actually um, catapulted through time. And all the Christopher Lloyd appearances we've ever seen have been that same (laughs) character of Hellgate bouncing through the universe. <laughs> and when they finally come to get him, they go, oh my god, they found me! Run! Run! And of course, he travels around with a man in a DeLorean. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Um, unfortunately, that, uh, that project has been cancelled. Uh, it, was, it was deemed um, far too o- overwhelmingly ambitious, and Disney has decided to move forward with other projects at this time. Um, uh, this uh, brings us to the, I, I will award eight points to both teams. Yeah. For those. Hmm. Nice.
1: Right. Yeah. Not 88. <laughs>
0: Um, <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe five for uh, Goodbye Pork Pie. No.
1: Oh. <laughs> Wait, five extra?
3: No, or fi-
0: just five in well, total. Five. Oh, nice. I had
1: so many ideas! <laughs> yeah, well, you, you,
0: you squandered them by making that joke. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: just what I think I have victory, I, gri- the cover, I gripped them. Um, <laughs> right,
0: this brings us to uh, the quotes round, but first can we get a scores update? Absolutely.
1: Here? On ten points. Goodbye pork pie mm. 50. on 13 and a half points. Oh.
4: A pile of burning Jawas. It
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, burning Jawas. no how <laughs> oh, it's done. Um, great. so this so every Star Wars special that we've done, we've had quote like quotes rounds of escalating difficulty and complexity. And uh, this, this year is no different. Um, so I have, a, I have assembled a, a searchable, sortable spreadsheet of every line of dialogue from Star Wars uh, because it makes my brain happy. Oh my gosh. Um, and uh, so I, I have uh, sort of made some lists of quotes um, that feature specific words or phrases in them. So I'm going to say a word okay. or a phrase and the teams will get points for however many lines of dialogue they can quote that feature that word or phrase. We are going to start with the word laser. Ding ding in if you have one. Fire the laser. Not in Star Wars. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> something, something laser brain. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll give you the point. It's I don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain. They're targeting us with their lasers. Uh sorry, you're just making shit up
5: now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, is it when Luke dismissively says something about waving around a laser sword at last studio or rise of Skywalker? That
0: that is I'll give I'll give you the point since I don't think we're gonna get many more yeah. exact quotes. So the quote is, uh well, you think I'm just gonna I'm gonna walk out with a laser sword and face down the whole first order. That's it, yeah. Yeah. That
3: one.
5: Yeah. You no. got a point for that? Yeah.
3: Any more? They also say laser one time in Bad Batch, and I can't remember when. Uh, we are. Uh, so I should point out that we're we're going
0: with the nine Skywalker saga movies. Oh. Um, so, but you also can't uh, tell me when it was, so um, <laughs> so you don't get a point anyway. Yep. Well, there there's a whole bunch more, but well, can um, I try one more? Oh yes.
4: Their shields too strong for lasers?
0: No, I believe the line is probably blasters. Oh. Um, Bla- yeah, they use blasters a lot, but uh, not lasers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there's like eight more other lines, but we're not gonna find out what they are. How about Chewbacca? So, uh, so this was interesting to me because I looked up Chewbacca, and Chewbacca is not actually said that many times in Star Wars. Chewie is said ten times more than Chewbacca is. Chewbacca is actually never once referred to by his full name in the sequel trilogy ever. Uh, Ray doesn't know what his name is. (laughs) Uh, But who can tell me some lines that have Chewbacca in them? Uh,
1: In uh, episode two or three, I believe Yoda says, Thank you, Chewbacca. Uh, you've got one out of two words correct in that uh, quote. He said Chewbacca's name though. He right? did. He said yes. Chewba-
0: goodbye, Chewbacca. Miss you, I will.
1: Ah, right. Um, but
0: yeah. yes, you, I'll, I'll give you a point.
1: Yep. Uh, oh, also, obviously, in A New Hope, he is formally introduced as Chewbacca.
0: Do you, do, can you tell me uh, who does it?
1: Fr- my friend Chewbacca here can help us. Yep, yeah, close enough. Yeah. Chewbacca
0: here is first mate on a ship that might suit us. Yes. Any further mentions of Chewbacca?
4: I feel like. C3PO says Chewbacca a lot. He says it. Six out of the ten times. He's probably one of the only ones who would say the full name, mm, so I'm just trying mm. to think. Oh, oh,
1: oh. Return of the Jedi when he is telling the story to the Ewoks. A go to Chewbacca.
4: Go to your I gave him that point. <coughs> no, no. <laughs> he doesn't mention Chewbacca there. <laughs> oh, uh, Chewie
1: doesn't get any
4: help. Oh, Chewbacca. Mighty Chewbacca.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. right. Last we have the Mighty Chewbacca. Yeah. Mm. Uh, any 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 further Chewbacca lines?
1: Not full Chewbacca. no.
0: Not full yeah. Chewbacca. No, he's just he's just, just Chewie. So C
4: three PO was in Cloud City. Yep. And when he says when he, ah, uh, was it? It's not <laughs> oh, particularly. He's on his back. Chewbacca. Yeah. yeah. Turn around or something. Uh, turn around. Yep.
0: Ch- turn around, Chewbacca. I can't see. You get nice. a point. <laughs> um, going once. Going twice. That's a- Moving on. Slime
3: or slimy? You slimy good for nothing nerf
1: herder. No, it's scruffy looking. Scruffy. It says scruffy
0: looking nerf
1: herder. Oh. But you're on the right track. Oh, oh when, when, when they're in the the trash compactor, it's like it's all slimy in here. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you just made that up, Jeff. It's all, slimy. It's all, slimy. It's all slimy. in here. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> in my recreation of that scene, they say that. <laughs> Ooh, uh, yuck! It's so yeah. slimy. <laughs> it's so slimy Ooh, in here. <laughs> oh, yuck! Um, uh,
0: no, no. Uh, there, there is a description of Han Solo that, that uses slimy though. Uh, it,
3: going back to the um, Leia reader. calls him slimy one time. She in does not. Empire. No. No.
1: Nope. Oh no no! It was um, Lando who says, "You slimy, good for nothing, son of a something." <laughs> 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 uh, we already
0: established uh, Star Wars is. Uh, uh, position on swear words. Yeah. Um, uh, but yes, it is Lando, you slimy, double crossing, no good swindler. Yeah. Mm. Got a lot of guts coming here after what you pulled.
4: Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does Anakin say slimy but in a different language in episode one? He mm-hmm. calls. Uh, Sebulba, something like Slimo. Slimo. Yeah. Oh, no. it's, it's
1: just out of it's, from I don't memory. Like Naboo. It's this slime and it's slimy and it gets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I hate slime. That's it, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, no,
0: that's that's incorrect. Okay. Um, moving on. What else have we got here? We got Gundark. Uh,
2: you look like you could pull the ears off a Gundark. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. There's
0: one other. It's from Episode Two, and it is Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh. I can't
1: shoot in I nope. can't shoot nope. for Is it the Is it dark. the arena scene? No.
4: Nope. No. It's in the elevator. It's, it is in the elevator.
1: That time we fought the gundarks. And he's speaking with Anakin. I'll Oh hmm?
4: Yes. Speaking with Anakin.
1: Yes. yes. We'll do what we he, he does the nose jig and it's like the time we fought oh. the gun darts? Something like that. Close enough. Ah, yeah. I haven't felt
0: you this tense since we fell into that nest of gun ah. ah. yeah. Okay, we'll do uh, one more. Um and this so okay, so evil
2: <laughs>
1: A young Jedi named Darth Vader, who was an apprentice of mine before he turned to evil. <laughs> yep. Yes a pupil of mine, but yep More
2: machine and man, twisted and evil. Correct.
1: Only a master of evil, Darth. Correct. <laughs> From my perspective the Jedi are evil. Yep ah.
0: Which should lead us to
1: Anakin. And you want- are you supposed to save the Jedi, save the Force, bring the Force of the end, you turn to evil? The Sith are evil! Mm. He says the Sith are evil! He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he says... Chancellor
0: Palpatine is evil. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, That's- yeah. Uh, that is the end of the Quotes round. <laughs> um, uh, which brings us to uh, the next round, which is the uh, Hot Takes round. Oh, yeah. uh, we have a <laughs> slot for that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, um, so Star Wars is famous for, uh, for spirited debates within fandom. So in this, in this round, the players will be offering up their hot takes on Star Wars, their controversial opinions, and uh, they will get points if their hot take is correct, as judged by me. Um, so, uh, And you can, you can just ding in when you have a hot take.
1: Not everything has to happen on Tatooine. It would have been better if Tatoo- the first time we saw Tatooine was in A New home. And that Anakin had never grown up there. Correct.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, we're just constantly going back to that fucking planet. And it doesn't make any sense that Anakin would not just go like this place where I grew up. And maybe I'll drop in on my stepbrother. Uh, that's absolutely correct.
3: I'm just, uh, this actually sparked a thought, this picture right here. Yeah, the, the of, picture, yes, which uh, for people on the podcast is of Anakin being burned alive on Mustafa, <laughs> uh, which is kind of like, like, he literally says, You were my brother, Anakin, I loved you. Like they were best friends. And then he lets him die <laughs> in the most horrible way possible for a person to die. And he doesn't be like, oh, no, damn. All right, I'll finish you off or anything. Like, you yeah. know, he just like, ah, oh, I'll leave you there. Oh, it'd be worse to kill you now. And oh. So what's your take? Is that he should have just bzz, he should have just. Huh. Him. So, your take is that <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi should have killed Vader? Him. yeah. yeah. <laughs> mercy, how vulnerable he is. I'm sorry for the people on the podcast. Should have mercy killed Darth Vader. He should have mercy killed him, yeah. Um, that, he just that, let. Yeah, I'll, he I'll let uh, Emperor Palpatine come back and, like, do it. Like, yeah. it would have been much. It would have been quite funny if he like. <laughs> <laughs> if sorry. Palpatine gets there and he's like, actually. Obi Wan comes back, he's like, actually, you know, I can't leave you like this. Oh, sh- what's going um man, yeah, I, I, take,
0: I. Man. I rewatched that scene to get this screenshot.
3: Um, and it's it's
0: comical. Like yeah. Anakin's there like burning up going like ah oh, reaching out reaching out for, reaching <laughs> out for dear life to, to Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan's like no
1: yeah. <laughs> he gently force push him into the lava. Right yeah, anything. Yeah.
0: it's yeah. Right? It's it's really mm. yeah, yeah. That is why our
4: team name is a pile of burning jowars. A yeah. mentality, you know. Yeah. Uh,
0: further hot fine. takes.
4: Um,
2: Padme Amidala, what is going on with her wardrobe? It is insane. Like she's got so many clothes. Also, <laughs> she she doesn't like her nightwear is completely unsuitable for sleeping in. She's got this like satin nightgown. And it's got like bead, like a string of beads that come across, like the shoulders. Mm. Which if you're like lying, you're gonna be rolling onto beads yeah. all night. This is while well heavily pregnant, by the way. So that woman should just be like in a long t-shirt, She's mm. having a big pillow just to support like her bump and everything. Like I just don't know what what is the deal with her clothes. It's 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 like they had no idea about what a woman would wear.
0: So you're saying that uh, the team that made the Star Wars prequels didn't understand women?
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, that's um, I, that is absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. Why do why do all Jedi's wear the same outfit? Like we like we we see Ben Kenobi dressed for the the desert planet of Tatooine. Like the weird clothes he is wearing is practical for that environment. Then it becomes the Jedi uniform That everywhere they go They wear a long dressing gown And a modified karate gi And just wander around Luke had the right idea He changed into a nice black outfit And got a nice lightsaber that stood out against the sky Like He, he, he changed his clothing For the situation he was in Jedi knights I don't think should have had A specific uniform or at least not a uniform We had seen been wearing
0: I, uh, I I I sympathize with the the whole thing of like it just happened to become the Jedi uniform because it was what Ben Kenobi wore. However, they are a quasi religious order, and I think that they they, they should have. Uh, that it makes sense that they would have. Uh, so sorry, your hot take is incorrect, Jeff.
4: Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Uh, possibly the best thing about that is the soundtrack. And. One of the redeeming factors of the film.
0: Oh. You couch see see this see this is the this is a rookie mistake in making a hot take is you couch that impossibly and <laughs> like maybe so um so it's so you're saying the best thing about Why the not? Phantom Menace is the soundtrack yeah it's a it's a, it's a dope right. fucking soundtrack.
1: All right, I've got uh, I've got a roasty hot one. Okay. There is no light or dark side of the force. That is a moral perspective that's been put on it, largely by the Jedi Order. I think the Force is the Force, and you can choose to use it in a multitude of ways. We have seen multiple characters use things like telekinesis or even mind tricks, which is essentially the removal of free will, who are supposedly doing it in the name of light. Also, by demonising the dark side of the Force, they... They almost entirely push Anakin into the ways there, rather by saying suppress or repress fear, aggression, those negative feelings. It is only in the third, well, in Return of the Jedi, that Luke is able to confront those aspects of himself and realize what he's becoming. That it is redeemed. I think a more stable way to go forward as Force users, users, and again, I'm getting rid of Jedi. I'm getting rid of Sith. Sith, Get rid of the Sith. Get rid of the Sith. I think in the future, the Force should be viewed as a spectrum, and people mm-hmm. can use any aspect of the Force, but it has to be viewed as not a moral situation. It's not a moral absolute, because only a Sith deals in absolutes. That you should be allowed to use the... Which is all,
2: itself an absolute. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, all abilities of the, that all abilities of the Force should be explored and used responsibly. There's no light or dark side. It's just a, it's just a, just a perspective.
0: That, that was a scorching hot take and is absolutely correct. Um, in fact, it makes me think of the fact that, like, A, yeah, it is weird that, like, mind control is like a light side thing. Yeah. Um, especially because they're like, oh yeah, it only works on the weak- the like... The, what did they say? The weak-minded? Yeah. It's like, it's like... And that's a good um, thing. It's thing fucked <laughs> up! It's fucked up! Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. I got one? Yes. Uh, bringing back to the Phantom Menace, mm. right, uh, one of my favourite parts of the Phantom Menace is at the very end where they do a scene that kind of echoes the end of A New Hope um, where they have the whole medal ceremony at the end of the New Hope. Yeah. And at the end of the Phantom Menace, um, they give the leader of the Gungans uh, a blue orb <laughs> and <laughs> he takes the blue orb and he goes, <laughs> and everyone goes, yes, we've got the orb! And I just... <laughs> My hot take is I want to see more blue orbs be awarded to people in Star Wars <laughs> that are never explained to um, why they
0: are significant. I can't disagree with that. Yeah. Uh, I would also love to see more blue orbs in Star Wars. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll get one more from either team.
3: Um, okay, this one you're not going to like. Um, but I, I believe Great for start. Rogue One uh, you sh- we should have... Taken Tarkin out and replaced all his scenes with Vader. Just have Darth Vader the whole time.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, no. I told you you weren't gonna like it. Uh, Do you have a justification for this bullshit? I um, think. It
3: would just be really cool. It would show, like, how. It would just be really cool. <laughs> it, would be really cool. <laughs> it would just be really cool. It would show how insurmountable a force the Empire is just having Darth Vader kill all the guys in that film, you know? If you had him as that final scene on the but beach. But Tark
0: literally in charge of the Death Star. That's his yeah, job.
3: but I like... As I established like, in that movie that you saw that you liked. Yeah, but I prefer Darth Vader. <laughs> and... Sorry, yeah, I'm gonna subtract a point from oh, oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, actually. Uh, sh-
5: Captain
2: Phasma's death was bullshit, and that was an awesome character, and she deserved to actually, like, basically, Finn, who is okay, he's nobody. Mm. He's just like a grunt. Yeah. yeah. Manages to take out this epic, mm. epic warrior.
0: Yep. I, uh, I'd agree with that. Yep. Um, my my addition to that is that I think she should have been killed in every one of the movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, i got, I got another
1: one though. Um, Alright, this is, right, is going to be the last one. This child. is the one that's occurred to me. The Mandalorian should have been Boba Fett. Timur Morrison should have been Boba Fett, it should have been him crawling out of the Sarlacc pit, and the entire plot the same, but it's about Boba Fett finding redemption. Because he's a foundling. <laughs> I mean, they did make that show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they did, but they shouldn't. <laughs> like, instead of him becoming a crime boss, ah, f- have him find redemption. I feel like it's a cold take. Okay.
0: Mm. I feel back. like it was, a, it was a take that was cold the moment that The Mandalorian was announced. Because we love Pedro Pascal. That yeah, we do love Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Um, he is the internet's daddy. My, and, in- nope, sorry. Uh, I, will, I will also give my hot take, which is that Star Trek is better than Star Wars. That's hot. And I'll give myself um, 50 points for that. What's um, Star Trek? It's this like, really good uh, franchise. Yeah. Uh, do, do, do you really want to f- get <laughs> <the fucking laughs> Um... We don't have the time. We don't have the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, great. Uh, next up, we have the next round of homework. Uh, so I believe Moata
2: is up next? Oh, yes. Yes. That's, that's my side character of choice. That is Jocasta Nu. Um, so the year is 22 BBY, which stands for...
1: Battle
3: Before the Battle before of Yavin.
2: Thank you, nerds. Uh, so we're in prequel territory. Uh, it's a time of allegiances broken and new ones forged and more and more planets are falling away from the Republic um, and under Dooku's uh, separatist banner. And he is aided in his cause by a network of spies and among the ranks is one of his most important operatives, Jedi Master and Chief Librarian of the Jedi Archives, Jocasta Nu.
5: Legend.
2: Jocasta walks a tightrope in her role as Duku's spy Uh, making sure to keep the her master informed of the important developments amongst the jedi and covering her tracks to avoid discovery so she's always you know she never knows who's going to find out her secret she's always trying to cover stuff up um she's aided in this by an obsessive attention to detail in her access to the jedi archives there is no one better placed to alter, destroy, or conveniently lose records and paperwork than a librarian. That's been through mm. experience because I am one. Um, I'm not currently a spy. There's no chance of word for that. That's just the sort of thing a spy <laughs> <so. laughs> <laughs> uh, And they're really suspected of subterfuge. Um, she's just a diligent and dedicated servant of the Republic. Mm. Uh, flashback 20 years earlier, and Jocasta new and her lover, Count Dooku are in a post-coital discussion about the various limitations of the Senate and the endless bureaucracy and the great many wrongs done in the name of the Republic. Sometimes, Dooku declares, I'd like to burn it all down. Jocasta lands in and whispers, (laughs) shh. We jump forward again, and Master Obi-Wan Kenobi is visiting the Jedi archives following a lead in his investigation of the assassination attempt on Senator Padme Amidala. Um, looking for but not finding a planet called Kamino. Jocasta knows that Kenobi must not follow this lead to Kamino. Fortunately, she's been very thorough and expunged any record of the planet from the records. As far as the Jedi are concerned, Kamino does not exist, and she tells Obi-Wan as much. The infallibility of the Jedi records must not be called into question. If there's even a suggestion that the Jedi archives are not accurate, then her whole world will collapse like a house of cards. Jocasta finds herself saying, if an item does not appear in the records, it does not exist. The tension in her voice is the only thing that she's not faking. Uh. Uh, throughout the Clone Wars, uh, Jacasta will continue to feed information to the enemy um, and it's her who allows Cad Bane to escape after stealing a Jedi holocron from the archives. But after Dooku's killed in the presence of Palpatine, she starts to fear that she's not safe. Uh, and though she survives the purge, um, she does her best to like bargain for her continued safety, uh, wanting to warn Darth Vader that Darth Sidious is not to be trusted. Oh, that's so mm. I reckon two, three seasons.
5: Two or The Republicans, which has
0: got nothing
2: to do with the Americans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is definitely not a show that I took inspiration
0: for. <laughs> <laughs> uh thank you very much, Moata. Unfortunately the show has the show has been cancelled uh because uh, some fans learned that the protagonist was gonna be a woman and mm. harassed us. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> So that's unfortunate, but that's the cost of doing business fans with fans. <laughs> Star Wars fans. Um, ben, you are you are last up. Yes, for I am. And uh, who have you chosen to write a I thing about? I
3: have chosen the character we all know and love, uh, Wilro Hood, who we'll get a picture of here. Um, so there's a very re-
0: pixelated uh,
3: image that we've it put is, up on. Kind of why, is, why, why is that? Bit. It's kind of zoomed in. Is a he
0: perhaps bit. not the focus of any yeah, shot he's in the movie?
3: So there, he is an extra uh, for one shot of <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, and he runs through the like behind all the main characters and stuff, uh, holding what looks like a random sci-fi object, but is actually an ice cream maker uh, right here. Um, so my story for the character of, of Wilro uh, is, um, despite what the lore would say, which is that he's like a rebel insurgent, I, I've decided to throw all his like lore away and just go with it's a, it's an ice cream maker and that is canon. <laughs>
4: um,
3: so in my version of Wilro's story, he is like a he's like a single dad, um, kind of like uh, a little bit gone through that like. He's a little bit like depressed, going through like a little midlife crisis kind of stage, and um, his daughter uh, wants to like cheer him up, so she sends him an ice cream maker in the mail. And you know how like guys will sometimes like, y- y- if you're a dad, you 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 go through that midlife crisis step where you throw yourself into a hobby, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. What? What? I don't know. You know, <laughs> you know oh, maybe like making bread or. Bicycling or adultery, one of those ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Will doesn't get into adultery. Will gets into ice cream making. Um, and he just, he he pours all of his energy t- into it and he, he just starts getting real good at making ice cream. And he really wants to, like, make an ice cream for his daughter, right? I mean, because... Uh, we'll jump back in his story a wee bit here. Uh, when his daughter was younger, that was sort of how they bonded a lot. So they said um, they... Like, a lot of their interactions was like, uh, you know, fond memories of them having ice cream together and, and sharing that moment. So he really wants to um, make ice cream for his daughter. Uh, but his daughter works as a kind of uh, lower-ranking officer within the Empire. Uh, so he doesn't get to see her very often because she's always busy with that. And when uh, there's this attack on Vespin during The Empire Strikes Back, Willrow is like, oh damn, i got to get out of here or the Empire's going to kidnap me. I only have time to grab one thing in my apartment. What am I going to choose? This ice cream maker, my daughter got me. It's my most prized possession. And so he grabs that and he storms down the hallway with Blastifier hot on his heels. He manages to find a ship heading off world. But the Empire's still looking for him because they're looking for everybody that was in the area because they're paranoid, right? Uh, And he manages near the end of the movie to give this ice cream that he's made to his daughter. But you hear the sounds of the stormtroopers coming down the hallway behind him. They're hot on his heels. And he's like, I'm going to give this to you because I love you. But I don't want you to get in trouble. So you have to arrest me. And so the stormtroopers burst through the door and we see her, his daughter, pointing the gun at Willrow saying, arrest this man. And one of the stormtroopers are like, man, that's cold. That's
0: <laughs> pitch. <laughs> um, Thank you, Ben. Um, Unfortunately, uh, Disney's uh, branding tie-in deal with Ben & Jerry's fell through, so the project's <laughs> been cancelled, I'm, I'm afraid. Um, great. Uh, we're, we're coming up to the last couple rounds. Uh, can we have a scores update? Yeah, do you want to give some points for... I do. I want to give both teams 10 points.
1: Both 10? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
3: Uh, just give me a little bit of... Uh, okay. Uh, 25, 26. It's the same as writing um, plus zero, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, I've changed the points to portions. Oh, oh. ah, yes. <laughs> On yeah. 27.5 portions, mm-hmm. a pile of burning jaws. Mm-hmm. On 35 portions, oh. goodbye pork pie. Wow. wow. Nicely
0: done. All right, uh, the next round is the round that took <laughs> uh, by far the most preparation um, of any of them. Uh, so, has, has anybody in the audience played uh, the online game Hurdle? Uh, so Hurdle is a game where, inspired by Wordle where you hear like a one-second clip of a song And you try to guess it and then if you can't get it you get a two-second clip And if you can't get it four seconds and eight seconds and sixteen seconds and so on um, Although you don't get to if you if you can't get it based on a certain amount Then it's like you're never gonna get it. Um, it's going away on May the 4th Star Wars Day. Uh, so we're going to play Star Wars Hurdle. Uh, I have a bunch of clips from the soundtracks of the Star Wars movies. Um, and we're going to listen to very short clips. Um, and I want uh, the teams to ding in if they can guess, based on these clips, um, uh, what bit of which film or, or, or show that they are from. Uh, and a bonus point, if they can tell me the track name from the soundtrack. Uh, composer. <laughs> um, well, some of them could be. S- laws, laws, uh, you get a bonus point for composer on a couple of them, um, but most of them no, uh, because most of them are, of course, John Williams, uh, seen here being choked by Darth Vader, I guess. No
1: teeth bite
0: you back. Yes, obviously uh, one of the one of the the, the strongest the strongest part of um, the Phantom Menace. Um, so. Uh, have we our first sound clip?
4: The Detention Centre Death Star Episode 4 Incorrect Uh,
1: is it Episode 4 Just After? (laughs) No Uh,
4: two seconds please
1: Oh! Is it the asteroid chase? It is! Is, uh, Empire Strikes Back? Do you know what the track name is? Chase through the asteroids. Nope. Uh,
0: it is the asteroid field, but absolutely correct. Uh, can we can we play the 16-second the version of that so we actually get to hear it? <laughs> um, okay, next, next one,
3: please. That is from uh, Attack of the Clones, I think. That's from... Um we're, no, 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 no! It's from Phantom Menace, where the where the droids come out uh, and they march down. Oh, I was I going to
0: use that clip, but it's not that one. Uh, okay, two seconds. Okay.
3: <laughs> it's the same. No, <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> is it from Attack of the Clones? Where nope.
5: The, oh,
4: okay. <laughs> Four seconds. Right at the start of Revenge of the Sith, the battle. Correct. Space battle.
0: Uh, There's a space battle at the opening of Wrench of the Sith, uh, which uh, goes on for like three hours. Um, uh, moving on to the next clip, it's a, gr- it's a great opening sequence um, and great music accompanying it. Uh, the next clip,
3: please. One second. That sounds like a cantina theme from like the Disney trilogy, I'm gonna say. From Force Awakens. Incorrect. Okay. Two seconds.
2: Jamis Fellas?
3: Nope.
0: Right. Four seconds.
3: Eight <laughs> seconds. <laughs> we... Is this from Rise of the Skywalker where they go onto that planet where it's all like, all these merchant stalls and stuff?
4: No. No? Okay. Is it? Return of the Jedi, the celebration at the end. No. Nope. No. Is it? Oh, it's... Is this a
2: little meme? Is, the... <laughs> 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 so
1: is it like? Is, is it in a new Hope where they've got little Jawas? Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> um,
0: if you haven't is gotten it... it by now, I don't think you're going to get it. But it, by...
1: episode one, just before the pod race. No.
0: Uh, so this is from uh, episode eight, The Last Jedi. It is the Canto Bite. Right. Oh. Music for the the, the, the um, no, it's not a cantina. Oh, it's a sorry, casino. The, the
5: it's the casino. Casino. I struck that from my memory. That's yes. why I didn't know it. Yeah, um
0: It's know. a fucking banger of a tune, man. <laughs> oh. Um. Uh, next track. Uh, one second, please. <laughs> Is that a fart? Jabba. <laughs> no. hmm? You're on the right track. Jabba's palace. No. Oh, yeah. Two oh. seconds.
4: On the way to the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the. Uh, it is. It is. In
3: fact, <laughs> at the Sarlacc pit. It's, it's. the music that plays just before uh, when they're like doing the head nods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Absolutely right.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes. It is. It is
0: that bit. Um, next yeah. track. Oh. One second, please. Oh,
1: Phantom Menace. Jewel of the Fates. Uh, no. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Correct movie, though.
4: Phantom Menace, uh, the Gungan sub going through the water.
0: Oh, I'll give you the point. It is uh, the swim to Odoganga. Oh, the swim, yeah. um, but it's, it's very similar music yeah. to that scene. Um, next track, please.
3: This is the pod race. No, okay. no. And it's by John Williams. It is by John <laughs> Williams. Uh,
0: two like seconds. i a
4: point for that. That's from Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> It's not from Aladdin. No. Disney. Uh,
0: this is. Yep. Yeah.
1: Is it? Is it Luke fighting the Wampa? No.
0: Uh, let's go four seconds. Listen to. There's a specific musical instrument that only appears in this. uh Cue yeah. okay. out of the whole the whole uh, saga. Oh man.
1: Is it? Is it the? respect to the son of Ben Nope.
0: <laughs> That scene has an electric guitar in it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> is it the scene in Attack of the Clones where they're in the speeders and they're chasing? It is. It's yes. yes. oh.
0: so like an eleven-minute epic from John Williams. Yes. Um, uh, next track, one second, please. <laughs> I'm
1: afraid to say anything now because I keep getting it wrong. But I'll do it anyway, because I can't shut up. Do it. Um, is it the, uh, Emperor's Throne Room? No. No. Two seconds. It's a dramatic entrance of some kind. Could it be an entrance? It's of not, one? but... Okay. <laughs> a dramatic exit of some
4: kind.
0: Four <laughs> seconds.
1: This oh.
3: is, um, Dagobah.
1: No. No? No, 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 it's, it's a new hope. It's definitely a new hope and it's like um, it's one of the scenes on the Death Star where they're sort of yes. running around trying to hide from people. Yes. Um is it Is it where, is um is it just before um Ben Kenobi runs into Darth Vader? Like when he's been uh, I mean technically up? yes. Yeah.
2: Is it when
1: he's gonna
0: like turn the um No oh, d- the shield?
5: No, <gasps>
4: I think it's sort of intermixed with a bit of where they're cutting between Darth Vader No, it's a very specific scene. Oh, okay.
3: Is this when they get attacked by the monster in the trash compactors? I'll give you the point. It is when the walls are closing in in the trash compactor.
0: got two more. Next one, please. Two seconds. No, that's like a
2: Lynn manuel
1: Miranda. Yeah, 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 that's, um, uh, which one's that? That was, um, the ju- I think it's-, it's not Lynn manuel Miranda. Miranda. I'll tell you that much.
0: Okay. Sorry? Yeah, this is from Hamilton. It's not from Hamilton. <laughs> Four seconds.
1: Is this the one that's the party on the planet in Rise of Skywalker?
0: No,
5: no.
2: Is in the, fact it's not a John
3: Williams track.
2: It's the jungle room
1: that rave
3: I went to that time. This is uh, the I don't want to sell you any death sticks scene no, from no, Attack no. of the Clones. No, so I, I, this is from and possibly Rogue One, maybe. Nope. No. Uh, it
0: is thought, from it is from Andor. It is a track called Ni'amos. Uh, And it is the absolute banger that plays uh, when we get introduced to this uh, lovely beach planet that is actually just a a coastal town in England. Um, And finally for this round, uh, can we have the the final track for one second?
1: The Star Wars theme! From all of them! Which one? The opening theme.
0: No, which film?
3: New Hope. hope. (laughs) Rise of the Skywalker.
0: No, if you haven't gotten it by now, you won't get it. Because <laughs> there's one notable difference huh. in this one.
3: A <laughs> Christmas holiday special. Uh,
0: no, uh, this is this is the opening, <laughs> the opening uh, title for Return of the Jedi because the trumpet holds slightly longer. <laughs> than that first note.
2: The mixing and the
0: performance is slightly boring. different in all of them, and if you if you obsessively listen to <laughs> those soundtracks enough, then you can identify them. Well my
1: only head on you hope on vinyl. <sighs> wow. Great. Wow.
0: Uh, we have one round left. Um, can we have one final score update between before we get there?
1: Sure can. That was that round. Not a lot of, not a lot of points. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I gave at
3: least a few points. You gave no points. I was giving the points. Mm. What? Thirty-six. I'll take a bonus Good point for Goodbye, pork like pie. Point. Thirty-four.
5: Ooh. Ooh. A
0: pile of burning Jawas. Okay. Yeah. So this next round is close. This next round is worth three points. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Um, as any Star Wars fan uh, who is active on the internet will know. Uh, part of Star Wars fandom is uh, engaging or avoiding engaging with insane fan theories. Yeah. Um, there's a little cottage industry on YouTube of people like making just like ridiculous theories of like this character is this character or this character is related to this character or some shit like that. When the movies were coming out, it was just like Snow could secretly Mace Windu. It's like no, <laughs> he's not. Um, wow, I got really emotional there. Yeah, really? He's just, like, there can be multiple characters in this universe. <laughs> but tonight, uh, we are going to cr- uh, create our own insane fan theories. Um, and uh, you, the audience, will vote on which one is the more compellingly insane. Um, and we're also going to get the characters that they're going to connect from you, the audience. I, 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 you've been listening to people talk about their, um, their favorite um, peripheral characters and things. Um, so we're looking for some characters to tie tenuous connections between. So who has characters that they would like to hear some bullshit about? Max Rebo. Max, okay, so Max Rebo. Uh, so these these will be Goodbye Poor Pie, we'll tie together Max Rebo. Can we get a picture? We can't because we don't have the technology. Max Rebo being the the, the elephant-like uh, piano keyboard player at Jabba's palace. Yep. Um, who's like the jazz player. The jizz player. Um, Max Rebo and, and and another character, please. Any star could could be a main character. Queen Amidala. Queen Amidala. Uh, um, and for uh, a pile of burning Jawas, we we need two more
3: characters. That guy in the cantina
4: who looks like the devil. <laughs> oh yeah! I'm sure. Um, uh, yeah. 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 yeah.
3: Does
0: he have a name? Yeah, I'm just yeah. looking it up. I don't um, oh my I god. I feel like we should explain. H- what Bo- <laughs> <laughs> his name is like Cardue Sai Malok, <laughs> yep. uh, known by the onset nicknames Louie and the Devil. So we'll call him Louis. Louis. Louis, Louis. Louis the yeah, Devil. Yeah. Yeah. I feel devil. like
3: we should explain what um, what is meant by jizz player.
0: Uh, yeah, so, so jizz <laughs> is, a, is a musical genre in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Um, uh, George Lucas clearly was like, what's a musical genre? Jazz. Hmm. I'll just change one of the letters. That won't have any repercussions. <laughs> um, so, we've got uh, Louis the Devil from the Cantina, mm-hmm. and one more character. That
5: little flying guy with the nose. Oh, um, oh Watto? Yeah. Um, oh, man.
0: Watto from, from the Phantom yeah, yeah. Madison cool. Attack of yep. the Also on um, Tatooine. Sure. Also on Tatooine, uh, mm-hmm. so you've got some work done for you there. Um... A uh, guy who, like, literally owns Anakin Skywalker at the start <laughs> of the saga. Um, what a guy. Okay, oh, yeah. so uh, we will kick off with Goodbye Pork Pie. Uh, what, let's hear your theory about how Max Rebo and Queen Amidala are connected.
1: Okay, well, obviously, uh, Max Rebo is a freelance musician. He yeah. travels from planet to planet yeah. playing his pipe and hot jazz, And, um... <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people really like his work, right? And Amidala first encounters Max while he is jizzing up in uh, Tatooine, because she's obviously there on the stopover, right? Mm. But what? Why is he still in? Uh, why is he still there in the later movies? Well, that's because Padme um, uh, and Max, uh, she wandered into a cantina. And she heard him play that music, mm-hmm. and she just got an earful of jizz and thought, my God, I want more. <laughs> and so part of the reason she fell in love with Anakin is because of the the, the, the jizz music that um, that she got to hear. And what would you like to I add Liza? I heard an earful of jizz, and then my brain
2: just like, yep. shut down. I am so having had a hard, of, hard, of hard yeah. time. You know also that a a
3: professional jizz player is called a jizz wailer. Yeah, (laughs) that's right, that's right, that's right.
1: And um, actually, there is a dark side to this because the reason that um, Max Rebo is an elephantine character but he doesn't have tusks, that's Mm. because um, Padme needed some stuff for her outfit. That's right. Uh, And actually,
2: Max Rebo's brother uh Jack's Yeah. Uh big, huge, huge name in the fashion industry. Yeah, yeah. Uh in the galaxy. Yeah. Uh and was looking for like an influencer type, yeah. Kardashian type character. my Amadella, very high profile. Yeah. Uh so there's a deal going on. Yeah, mm. She gets she gets her lifestyle yeah. funded. Max that she just needs to appear dust. in completely ridiculous, outrageous yeah, outfits. That's how a hair keeps curving
1: all the time, It's because they've got tusks the inside it. The the yep. just the orbs
2: yeah. hoops. Yeah, and that's
1: why the same oh, people they- are called Tuscan Raiders, because there's a whole black market trade of that. So thing. they actually mm. have
2: like a, a mutually beneficial deal going on where she yeah with the outfits yeah, um, but gets the money. But
1: there is a, a secret that they don't say, which is that prolonged exposure to the, 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 the tusks of Max Rebo, which are not actually made of bone, they're made of very fine hair, um, mm. just like a rhino horn. Those mm. fine hairs will eventually break off. And if they're absorbed into the body, they can cause of heart palpitations and weakness, which means that any significant <laughs> emotional distress could prove irrecoverably <laughs> and fatal, despite the advanced medical technology. So, in that's the end,
2: <laughs> gun, in I the think.
1: end, Amidala's choice of false—she was even wearing pearls made of tusks at night. Pearls made from jizz that she was wearing at night, and 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 that is why she died. It was because she had Max Revo's tusks, and that's why. He wasn't um, as good a gist player as you know. He couldn't he couldn't foot, hit all the keys because normally he do the hit ball. That's why. Mm. That's why he never got off anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep.
0: So wow, Reba wow. Max
1: killed Amidala. It's a
2: fact. <laughs> it's like the time that Kardashians like sold with that tea that actually just makes a chaste. Yeah, that's cool. uh,
0: incredible. Yep. Um, pile of burning Jawas. Hello. Um, you're going to have to connect. Uh, Watto the the. <laughs> possibly racist caricature of a character. character. The, slave uh, the, slave, the slave owner. The uh, slave owner with um, uh, Louis the Devil, who I will hold up on my laptop uh, for, the, for the audience at home, for the audience in the, sorry, in the theatre. Um, random background extra from uh, The Cantina and A New Hope.
4: Okay. So let's start with Watto. And obviously he's, you know, a bit of a gambler. Uh, likes to bet on the, the pod races, um, but what we don't know about Watto is it also runs a laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously, that there's the the front, obviously to his you know all the background dodgy stuff that he that he does, um, and he meets a lot of characters, a lot of shady characters mm. through that uh, sort of you know the the um, yeah the other. Uh, ventures that he goes into so um, that's where it starts
3: one of which of course being Louis the Devil Mm.
4: now Louis the Devil is uh,
3: actually the devil (laughs) Uh, and that is because the world of Star Wars is set a long time ago (sighs) in a galaxy far far away so this is the devil when he's kind of just starting out, you know, <laughs> just trying to figure out who he is. So you're you saying know. Star Wars is a prequel to the Bible? Uh, yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. it's yeah, <laughs> totally, man. Uh, and uh, he's here, you know, trying to gain his first few souls as a devil, you know. And you got to tempt people, right? And what better place in the universe to tempt people than a wretched hive of scum and villainy? Mm. Um, Mos Isley spaceport, right? And so he's he's hanging out in this cantina. And obviously Watto is precourse right? Mm. Um, and he's... Louis is mostly seen in the um, original trilogy. <laughs> but this is him. He's like one shot. See, in this other picture you, it was shown before, he looked pretty chuffed with himself. <laughs> and that's because he's gotten a few souls. And
4: uh, one of the souls he got was Watto. Oh. Yeah who's probably dead by the original trilogy. Well, yeah, by the time, yeah. The, the, yeah. We see Watto at the end of yeah. episode one, and he's in a pretty bad place, right? Yeah. Uh, everything's going downhill. So, At the end where of episode two, isn't it? He's in episode two. Yeah, yeah, two, sorry. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Where else so, do you go when your laundromat business yeah. is going downhill? <laughs> you sell yourself to the devil. You do. Mm. So, Star Wars is really a Christian story. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So it's a Christian story, but instead of, but instead
0: of like the light side and the dark side of the Force, it's um, uh, some characters and the the Christian devil, <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, and the Christian devil who yeah, yeah, yeah. is there in the cantina. And okay. I think we can also tie it in with your story because of the you know, there's so much just yeah. being thrown around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, that's the devil's why, such a horny fellow. Eh? That's why everything mm. happens on Tatooine.
3: It's because the devil's there, baby. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, sense.
2: cheeks out. Yeah. Okay,
0: so audience, it is up to you to uh, to vote, and we will vote by uh, applause, acclamation, um, for uh, bet- between Max Rebo killed Queen Amidala <laughs> via via <laughs> horn tusk, tusk hair, uh, and uh, Star Wars is actually a, a prequel to the Bible via this one character in one shot of uh, Star Wars: The <laughs> New Hope. Clap now if you uh, are more compelled to click subscribe on Max Rebo killed Queen Amidala. And if you are more compelled to click subscribe on uh, the Christian Devil is in Star Wars. I feel like some of you clapped twice. Um, I think that goes to uh, a pile of burning Jawas.
1: who are our champions for tonight
0: Uh, thank you everyone for coming or thank you for listening Uh, if you are at home uh, that has been this year's Star Wars special of the nerd degree it's been a pleasure uh, having you as our audience thank you very much and good night Um.